Hello, hello. Welcome back to Bit Different. This is Satine. And this is Rob. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> I'm well. How are you? Good. Yeah. Yeah. What's new in your life? Well, that's um, my favorite topic of every single day of my life. I'm like, what are you doing? Because I'm not doing anything. <laughs> well, um, this uh, past weekend, I celebrated a birthday. My own. But um, did I know that? I think you did. Did I say happy birthday? I don't know. It was... I didn't. Oh, my God. <laughs> I lit a candle for you. It's right here. Uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> that was why I had that candle. God, that's, what, so you... that's why there was the vigil of one. Or, yes, no. you can blow it out. Awesome. No, at it's... the end of the podcast. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. It's totally fine. And to be honest. You uh, didn't do anything. Well, I was, I was out of town. My, my family did a, a ski trip. And so I spent the weekend in Big Bear snowboarding. With my family. Oh, yeah. Todd's so, first and last ski trip. Yeah, he did not take to skiing very well. That was not for him. And something happened to you, too. I saw a picture on Instagram. Yes. Or Facebook. Uh, I ended up in the emergency room on my actual birthday. Uh, day one, oh snowboarding. Oh, my God. No big deal. Day two, it turns out, not a snowboarding injury at all. It, so it was unrelated to me uh, doing a young man's game up on a mountain. Um what this the is, fuck happened? Well, like, for the last couple of years, um, due to some sudden weight gain that I had, I actually have an umbilical hernia. And oh, it's not a big deal. It's mostly cosmetic. Uh, and um, I have a cosmetic hernia. Yeah. And like every doctor said, oh, we don't have to do anything about it um, because it's not really dangerous to you at all unless it suddenly starts to hurt. And then you need to uh, probably like go to a hospital because it could be a sign of that. You know, you need emergency surgery. Oh, my God. And uh, so I um, was snowboarding on day two. All of a sudden, I realized, like, oh, it actually kind of hurts a little bit. And I felt it. And it was like, forgive me if this is too much for listeners. It, it was protruding a little bit. And it was, like, rock hard. And I was like, this is bad. And um, so I barely made it down the mountain. And then I got to the bottom. And I couldn't even bend over to uh, oh. get myself out of my bindings. I didn't know what to do. And so I just sort of grinned and, and bared it like through the, the pain. And I got myself out of my bindings, uh, took the shuttle uh, off the mountain and then walked to the house we were renting. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I was like shaking with pain and a total mess. And Todd and my mom had to take my boots off of me. And, uh, and then um, I changed quickly and we went to the emergency room. And while I was in the waiting room, uh, I was able to uh, pop the hernia back in, and it was fine. And what the hell is a hernia? Well, a hernia is honestly, okay, I so have no clue. It's an opening in basically, you know, your your body has a lot of muscles that are holding your guts in. Okay. Um, my umbilical hernia is it's a little opening in the muscle right around where my belly button is. Um, so the muscles opened up a little bit, which means technically some guts kind of want to poke out through that. Hole. Oh my god, <laughs> that and, sounds awful. Well, it's and the doctor said it's, it's like e your body is spilling into your body. The doctor said it's either like organs or it could just be like fat kind of coming out. But the whole idea mm. though with a, an, a hernia is that uh, it goes through that opening, and if it can't get back in your body, then it's considered incarcerated. And with incarceration, it gets inflamed, it hurts, and then um, if it stays that way, it gets. Uh, they call it a uh, strangulation, which means whatever is out there starts losing blood and dies. So like, say like a bit of intestine comes through in a hernia, yeah. then you have to have surgery to get that fixed immediately. Or like you could be in serious medical trouble. So it turns out got it fixed in the waiting room, talked to the doctor anyway. Uh, and, um, all's good. 
I don't have to have emergency surgery. I do have to have surgery eventually. Eventually, though, yeah. Because the fact that it got to that point once means but it you will don't happen look again. Fat to me, so well, I. I'm down 20 pounds from where I was when I gained it, but I gained 40 pounds in about maybe uh, a year, and it was just kind of enough. I think my body was kind of like, eh, where I have a problem now. Okay. My sister got one when she got pregnant, which I think it's much more common for pregnant women to get it just because the muscles are opening up when they yeah, expand. Yeah. Uh, I just had some sudden expansion, and uh, maybe it was gas. Maybe. So anyway, maybe you had a you were holding in a fart too long <laughs> and you just had to let it out. But you're like, no, <laughs> never. So um, so yeah, so that was that was my weekend. It was still fun. It was still a good trip. Um, but yeah, like uh, it's quite a story for the day of my birthday to end up in the emergency room. Oh, that really sucks. Yes. I've actually never been to Big Bear. It's nice. Um, yeah, I've been there twice for the winter, and I've been there twice for the summer. What's, what do you recommend? Uh, if you like skiing and snowboarding, Which the winter never done. The winter is great. I mean, if you have the coordination to do it, um, Todd did not take the skiing at all. And so he, and also those boots are really uncomfortable. I feel like tall people ha- would have a really hard time with balancing. That was Todd's theory on it too. Yeah, because you know what, even because um, I, you know, do runway every so often and because I model and when I'm in heels, because I'm 6'3", so when I'm in heels, I'm really tall and my center of gravity is shifted to the way fuck off. So, like, if I take one wrong step, I will topple. Yeah. Because I just can't balance because the straight line is no longer a straight line. Well, so. yeah, and it, at 5'4", uh, I'm, I got a real low center of gravity. Yes. Um, although You're connected to Mother Earth, yeah, I cannot. Skate, <laughs> I can't skateboard to save my ass, but I can oh. snowboard. And it'd been six years since I'd done it, and it was really great to get back out there. It was really a lot of fun. Um, when I went there for the summer, uh, one time a bunch of friends took a boat out on the lake. I didn't go. I wasn't there that day, um, so I just got to hang out at like a cabin on the lake, which was nice. And then the previous Sounds time... Sounds like a horror film. Right? If you ask me. And then the previous time I went, I got to go jet skiing, which was really fun. Um, water skiing is a thing I cannot do, though. I've tried it. Uh, yeah. I, I can't. I don't have the arm strength, I think, or something. Uh, it's the pull-up strength. You have to yep. pull your body up under you. And yeah, I... Oof. Yeah, that's that's tough. I've only done it once, and I think I got it for 10 seconds. Yeah, it, it was not... Like, even just me trying to get up that many times when I did it was not, yeah. not fun. Because you got to use your arms to pull your body your legs from out to keep them from in front of you but even then you you also have to like push your feet down like you're in a seated position but you're standing to yeah basically stand on a liquid surface it It doesn't doesn't make any sense no um but yeah so that happened well i'm glad you're okay thanks yeah me too uh happy birthday again thanks i feel like a really fucking awful friend (laughs) no no and you know what travis even told me it was your birthday and i (laughs) he said check facebook i was like I never even look at Facebook anymore. Sorry, Facebook. It's all good. Um, and then um, what else is going on? Uh, tonight, I was super late to record this podcast. Yeah, what happened? So, um, you hate me, that's why. Never. Okay, good. Um, so based on our conversation two episodes ago about a little horror game called Clock Tower, yes. I decided to hit up eBay and buy an American translation of the Japanese-only Super Nintendo game. Okay. And it arrived today. And so I wanted to um, figure out, I wanted to find, figure out a way to play it. So I have a Retron 5 emulator console that plays 
uh, what Game Boy Advance, mm-hmm. uh, Famicom, Nintendo, Super Famicom, Super Nintendo Genesis. Gotcha. I think it's all of them. And the sixteen um, bitters. Yeah, but it also does all, all the handhelds. So it does. Oh, I think okay. it does Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, uh, Game Boy Color, like all those things. Mm-hmm. But although this is kind of the same thing. Yeah. Um. So I was setting that up. And time got away from me. And it turns out the cartridge I bought, I mean, it's a bootleg. It's unofficial. Did not work in that machine, which bums me out. That's a bummer. And I have a Japanese cart of Clock Tower as well. I mean, I can't read Dick in it, but... If we put them side by side... But yeah, even then, the Japanese version, uh, it loaded in the Retron 5, but wouldn't play. And I was really bummed. come on. Although I was reading up in the car... uh, after I parked, don't worry, <laughs> listeners. Um, uh, I, I read there's um, a firmware update that everyone recommends that you give that system, and I've I took it out of the box for the first time. It's been sitting in a room for a year without being opened, so I just opened it up, and I need to apparently update the update uh, the yeah. firmware, and then we can see about it. Because I was thinking it'd be a fun thing for us to stream, and then of course I also looked into what it takes to stream uh a console that is not natively just broadcasting in twitch and it's a fucking pain in the ass it involves computers and extra hardware boxes there's a lot of and cameras and all a lot of work of that things. goes into it uh, we've we live in a world of convenience with our uh, playstation 4s and xbox ones just yeah. natively broadcasting i tried to plug in the playstation 3 the other day and talk about a fucking nightmare <laughs> I was I could not find my HD or I couldn't find the um, what is the the digital audio cable? Oh yeah, digital fiber optic. Is I have no idea. I'm like that? how many? I must have like ten of them somewhere. I could not find anywhere. So I tried to plug in HDMI. Got it. Rather than digital, and then it's just like a b- cat ball of fucking uh, cords in there, and I had no <laughs> idea what I was doing. <laughs> and it's dusty and nasty, and those controllers are so sticky. I don't know what I was doing with no. them before. Uh, there, there's a thing I feel like when you don't touch a controller for a long time, it's like the the plastic and the rubber like oozes some sort of sticky quality. It's disintegrating. Yeah, it's um, yeah. like a slug. It's like secreting some <laughs> yeah. plastic nastiness. Yeah. No, I, I, I feel you on that. I've, I've been on a cleaning kick. Yeah. And I was buying a bunch of uh, boxes at the container store where yeah. I'm trying to store, like, the system and its power cable and its controllers and its games all in one box. Uh-huh. So, like, oh, I want to use the Wii U. Just grab yeah, this one grab box, box and you're ready it's to go. It's all there. Cords and all. Exactly. Controllers are in there. And um, I did that and I packed up my PS3 and... Holy shit! Those controllers have not been touched in so long that you—they're like goopy on yeah. the, the thumbsticks. It's really creepy. So sick. Yeah. Yay! Um, yeah. Well, well, to bring me up to date, I went on two dates in the past week. Uh, two people or two? Oh yeah, two different people. Okay. Both were awful. Oh. Just to kind of flash forward for a second, I am no longer on OK Cupid because I cannot stand. All those fucking men in LA. They are the worst. <laughs> Forget it. I quit. Um, yeah, so I, qu- I feel like there must be stories here. Um, just to cut it short, so the first guy, um, he actually works for a really huge like online entertainment company. So so if you're if you're all curious, you go find him. Because <laughs> that's all <laughs> I'm gonna say. But um he was talking to me about how him and his ex at the time um they were together for three years and 
he didn't get any sex from her to uh, after the first year. So they were together three years and only had sex for one year. And I was like, why are you telling me this on our first fucking date? But... <laughs> But um, gets right into it. He got right into it, and so he started to talk to me about why she won't have sex with him. I said, "Well, are, were you stimulating him mentally, or were you stimulating her mentally as well as physically?" He's like, "I'm a dude. I don't know how to do that." I was like, "You've <laughs> got to be fucking kidding me!" So then he was like, "Well, at least she was into anal." <laughs> so he's like, "Wow." Sorry, viewers, if this is too graphic, but I don't care. <laughs> so. He was like, I would stick my finger in her and literally tickle her turd. And I was like, oh, God, this is so fucking foul. This is our first was date. Was this that? over dinner or was this just it drinks? Was drinks at a okay. bar? It's still better than dinner, but still. It's a cute bar, though. It's completely not. That's who uh, says that on a first date. But at the time when he told me this, I was laughing so hard, I almost fell off my bar stool because <laughs> who talks like that? People in LA. Secondly, um, this guy came over to my place the other day because we were supposed to walk to like a restaurant or whatever. And he's the surfer from Marina Del Rey. And I told my roommate, I said, you have to stay here because I don't know what this fool's going to do because... He comes here, we're supposed to go to coffee. He literally tries to jump my bones right then and there. I'm like, my door is open and my roommate's right there. This is so weird. So I said, no, let's go. He's like, he's like, really, can we just snuggle? Ew. <laughs> he smelled like a pot farm. And I was like, how did you even drive here? He's like, I guess I'm just used to it. Ew. Yeah, that's a little bit of a red flag showing up to a yeah, kind of a first date that's super high. A functioning person on that high is just too much. I mean, I can, you know, a little bit here and there, but that that's just a degree I can't work with. So anyhow, he, I said, are we going to go to coffee or not? And he said, I'm just going to go home. He wow. was literally here for five minutes and then went all the way back, <laughs> high as a kite. So I said, fine. So no more dating. I'm over it. It's stupid. Just no more dating at all? No. I don't care if like... If, um, I don't know who's hot, Orlando Bloom comes to me and says, hey, I saw you. You want to, you know, I'll be, no, thanks. Bye. Wow. Okay. So how long is this going to, how long are you going to just shut everyone out? <sighs> At least two months. Yeah? Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. I need to date myself first. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty, so fuck. <laughs> I'm just going to date my motherfucking self. Seriously. Like, yeah. Yeah. You could do much, much worse and you have been. So... Yeah, you, the, and I have been doing worse. Yeah, so you are <laughs> you are the prize. Go with it. Oh yeah, I have been doing worse. <laughs> yeah, are two I, trust me, I'm no walk in the park, but <laughs> I have at least you know some morals of some degree. Well, I, I, I imagine you don't, you know <laughs> lead with uh, turd tickling. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I I just imagine it. <laughs> and he said, and she was like, and sometimes they were so hard. I was like, ew, what are they doing? Poke. Sorry, guys. I think your computer was ringing as well. I mean, that was an ex that I haven't <laughs> talked to in years, so I don't know what that was about. <laughs> That's like calling me. Spidey sense. Oh, right. I hear she's not dating. <laughs> Better come out of the woodwork. Isn't that funny how that works out? That's always how it works. How the fuck did that just happen? It's just how it, how it goes. That's literally how the universe works. You don't want something, and then it comes to you. Yep. Well, have Whatever. You, have you seen the movie Swingers? No. 
Because like in that, there's a thing where it's just like as soon as you think you're happy, you're gonna hear from, you know, someone that kind of just throws you off, and like that's a big message of that movie. At least if memory serves, it's probably been about 15 years since I've seen that movie. Wow, well, that's fun. Yeah. So uh, what else is happening with you? I beat two games since I last saw you. Do tell. Yes, I will. <laughs> uh, Titanfall two. So I you were close to the end. Commanded and conquer. Actually, I had another. I played it for another good three hours. Mm. Yeah. So in the final battle, you are on an airship, and it's just you versus another Titan, and he's really strong and fast, and you're really slow and stupid, but somehow you can use the stage to block his missiles and get <laughs> ahead, and that's what I did. So uh, Thank sp- God for those little um, medic batteries lying all over so oh, you yeah. could heal your Titan. Otherwise... It's not going to happen. So, uh, spoilers for Titanfall 2's ending. What did you think of its big sort of emotional uh, attempt? Yeah, attempt at the end. I expected it, only because that's what people do when they want it to be dramatic. Yeah. Am I allowed to say what it is? Um, I think so. I mean, the game's been out for like four months. I think anyone who wanted to experience the story probably did. Yeah. If not, fast forward several minutes yeah so basic well it's not even that worth talking about i mean you stick what's his, the bb8 B- <laughs> bt7274 yes um he blows up he saves your life um to basically steal the all spark and he has it and he saves you from your own destruction and at the end, you get a new Titan, and you put his brain inside that Titan, and you have a brand new BB-8. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, it, it was. I, I I feel like the ending of that game would have had a much more, uh, a much larger emotional impact yeah. if I hadn't seen Big Hero Six. Yes. Because Big Hero Six, I absolutely adored, and it felt fiercely original at the time and i i just ate it up and the ending i thought was really emotionally effective um and this reminded me a lot of that which is good and i'm kind of curious actually how it feels as someone who didn't play titanfall Mm one how did you feel after playing the story mode where you have one titan throughout the i mean obviously he has multiple loadouts yeah but you have one titan and you build this sort of bond and he's he doesn't feel disposable you mean titanfall one wasn't like that (laughs) Well, then, like, in multiplayer, you earn a Titan, and then once it blows up, you can earn another one. And, like, they're they're a little more disposable mm. in, in the multiplayer. Because yeah. that was a problem I had with the—well, not a problem, but that in the first game, Titans felt extremely temporary. They were great when you had them, but then you didn't have one for a couple minutes, and then you just get another one. It was—they were very replaceable. So I was kind of curious, actually, as someone who had— no experience with that sort of disposable quality. Yeah. What it was like going into the multiplayer. I mean, you don't have even the same Titan you have in the game. It's a brand new Titan. You choose. Everything's different. So I, I honestly didn't care if I had a Titan every time I blew up as long as I had a Titan. Yeah. So. Well, it's, I was, yeah, it's, I was curious. And I know that it's a, that's a franchise that I just come up with a lot of personal I don't want to say baggage, but I have a lot of personal, you know, knowledge and experience from before. And so yeah. the second one was going to be a very different experience for me. And it was. Um, so I'm, I'm very always curious for anyone who is fresh in the franchise, yeah. you know, if it actually. Yeah. And it's interesting that it doesn't even it didn't even really register for you as a huge difference between Mm-mm. single multiplayer. And, of course, just 
by virtue of the single player existing, yeah. it stands out so much from Titanfall 1. Right. So what's the other game you finished? Oh, the other game I finished was Shovel Knight. Oh, you played through all of Shovel Knight? Shovel Knight was really good. That game is amazing. Yeah, so Shovel Knight is like a almost like an 8-bit throwback side-scroller. It reminded me a lot of um, Ghosts and Goblins. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Totally. That I... The story was like Ghost and Goblins. You have these two knights, Shield Knight and uh, Shovel Knight, and they're together and they're, you know, lovers. And one of them's stolen away by the evil enchantress, just like the devil and Ghosts and Goblins. And so you basically go through all the levels trying to um, save her. And But it had a lot of throwbacks in it. So I felt like you were playing uh mega man the whole time mm-hmm. i felt like i was playing metroid in more of the alien kind of a lot of the the villains in it reminded me of like the you had the cut scenes of like the sub bosses mm-hmm. where the screen was black and you had one big like monster to fight that reminded me of mega man and ducktales with the pogo ducktales with the pogo stick yeah the yep. the um, pogo shovel yep that's it, it that game has such great sort of 8-bit DNA in it. Oh, uh, so Super things. Mario Brothers 3 with the map system. Oh, yeah, yeah, the uh, overworld. Yeah, the overworld. I'm so glad that you finished Shovel Knight. That game is so good, and it's challenging, but, like, doable. Yeah, I did almost all of the side missions. There's one I didn't finish, and I didn't replay the game. After you beat the game, you can replay it as... Uh, Plague Knight. Plague Knight. Yes. Yeah, and I didn't do that. Oh, well... Are you saving it for later, or are you going to do it? Because Plague of Shadows is amazing. Really? Like, it's why is it so different? Okay, so I so, heard I, isn't it the same story with a different character? Except it's not. It's totally. It's it's oh, it's so good. So yeah, uh, they did a free expansion for the game called Plague of Shadows. It is the entire like the same duration of the game. So it's an entire extra game basically where you play as Plague Knight, mm-hmm. and Plague Knight's combat style is completely different from Shovel Knight. Mm-hmm. So uh, the way he works is he throws jars. That, the little, like, that, chemical that, jars. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And as you play, you unlock different types of jars. So some bounce, some roll. Uh, some blow up. Exactly. And, and when they blow up, some of them cause, like, an upward hit. Some blow outward with two little things that climb the walls. Mm-hmm. And so depending on... And you can change it on the fly. So depending on what how your uh, your equipment loadout works, the whole game is different. And like, cause Shovel Knight's such a he's so much about um, attacking straight down and attacking straight in front of him. Yeah. While Plague Knight is more always a... diagonally down, so it's more about what's in front of you, but also down low, unless you can throw stuff up high. And so, like, you often have to think about how you can jump and throw stuff down. And as you throw stuff down, it keeps you in the air. So that's how you sort of juggle yourself uh, in the so air. Oh, so you can hover. Exactly. Every time you're throwing stuff, you're still hovering. It's it's really good. It's I wasn't that excited about it until I... I, I think I waited a good... But it's this, all the levels are exactly the same, right? There's slight redesigns to them for the different mobility that he has, I believe. Gotcha. And so, then uh-huh. they're working on another expansion as well. I can't remember what it is, but I'm really excited about that one too. What did you think about that typical battle before you fight the Enchantress where you have to fight, fight all, all the them? bosses <laughs> I thought it was in so, one round? That was amazing, but it was also really difficult. But that actually felt very much like Mega Man. 
Because in Mega Man 2, you fight all the bosses again. Before you go into Wily. Didn't you do that in DuckTales as well? I don't think you do it in DuckTales. Maybe DuckTales 2? I don't know. I never played DuckTales 2. But I know in, in Mega Man 2, you do fight all the robot masters, and at the end of each one, you get one big energy pellet. And in Shovel Knight, after you beat every boss, you, you get, get a turkey. Food. Uh-huh. And it felt really good to to do all that. It's uh, And the, the soundtrack, the soundtrack to Shovel Knight is so good. Yeah, the minstrel played all those songs for me. <laughs> There's a minstrel, so you collect the music sheets throughout the game. You give these music sheets to the minstrel in the town square, and he will play these songs for you whenever you want. So. He's pretty much a jukebox. He's a jukebox, yeah. Well, and uh, it's worth playing Plague of Shadows just so you can get to the um, the Troupel King. I can't imagine fighting the Enchantress with the Plague Knight because she's always in the air. It's it's so good. It's totally worth it. It's amazing. I loved doing that game again. But you have to at least play it to get to the Trapple King, because uh, in the game there's a there's like a cult, pretty much, or a religion around this fish that looks mm. has the head of an apple, mm-hmm. so it's a trout meets apple, mm-hmm. hence the Trapple King, and um, people like worship it, and it gives you like health elixirs. Yeah. And during the the songs that they perform when you go to the Trapple King, if you hold, I think, down on the D pad or maybe up, Plague Knight dances. It's adorable. Oh, see, that will yeah. be worth it. And Plague Knight's a little cutie in a cloak with like a Renaissance doctor's bird mask. Yeah, plague mask. Yeah, and it's oh yeah, duh, yeah, plague mask. Yeah. Total, duh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it is amazing, and I oh the soundtrack is so good. It was good. What have you been playing? Um, so um, I've been playing more Overwatch. Okay. Uh, not enough though, because I'm still not. Free- Who's your favorite uh, favorite character? My main character that I've been playing with the most is Lucio, because I like the fact that he has um, his health benefit for everybody. It's just if you can see them, you actually don't have to hit them. You just be near people, and they are better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I like Mercy a lot, so I like the healers. Oh, see, I like uh, Farah. Mm-hmm. Her the 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 blowback on her weapon always kills me because I always shoot it too close to a uh, wall. Yeah, I've never killed myself in that one. I'm not because I always her. stand on like a, a ledge and just shoot towards like the enemies from a yeah. distance, like well, a cannon. Um, she's meant to be from the sky though with her jets. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love I May. I've gotten pretty good with May. The ice girl. Uh huh. She's infuriating to have someone play against you. Because she freezes your ass. Yeah, she's she's the worst. Yeah. But um, but May is Bay. She is pretty May good. Is so Bay. She is. She's so cute too. That's a good cosplay. Yeah, she's adorable. Um, so I've been playing some Overwatch, and I did um, I did the beta for for Honor. Oh, where you choose the faction? Yeah, samurai so, knights uh-huh, and Vikings. Vikings. Yes. And, um, I did the 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 beta over the weekend. I watched a few people play it. I didn't love the beta, but the beta was mostly multiplayer, and yeah. multiplayer is not always my scene. I'm really excited about the story mode. I think the beta was like a stress test for their servers. Oh. Um, but the story mode seems really com- really compelling. I'm I'm excited about. Every that. time I tried to upload or download or whatever load it, it wouldn't let me. Really? So either I just didn't have enough space on my. Because I really don't, but <laughs> it said content can is not available at this time. Hmm. Whenever I tried, well, when did you try downloading it? On Saturday, I think. Yeah, it should have been available unless you just didn't have the space. Well, it was available. It just wouldn't let me download it or it's upload. A bummer. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I did that. And then I've been playing mostly uh, Neo. Oh, yeah. Witch. What do you think of that? Why does he look like the Witcher to me? Because he looks like the Witcher. Yeah. He's a... Uh, I mean, the Witcher has gray hair, but this guy is blonde. Um, they talk differently, though, because, like, Geralt is just gravelly with no real accent. Uh-huh. And this guy is Scottish? Irish? He's he's based on a real dude. Oh. Um, it's weird. Neo is uh, grounded in, like... Japanese history mm-hmm. and folklore. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot, I mean, for people that know the stuff, I'm sure it's it's kind of scratching a lot of itches for people. Um, I'm just sort of enjoying it because it's throwing weird shit at me, like talk, yeah. talking cats and stuff. And I hear it's one of the only games out right now that you can change the bit rate. Oh, yeah, the, the, the frame rate. The frame rate. Yeah, and the resolution. You can change yes. all sorts of stuff. Uh, it's kind of cool. It gives you the option of playing it at 30 frames per second yes. in... Uh, well, on a pro anyway, pro. Uh, in 4K, and it locks the resolution at 4K. That's pretty dope. Or um, it's the the sort of halfway 4K that, that the pro does, where it's like 1440 checkerboard. I There's a lot of tech that goes into that. I have no idea what it all means. But that's but, nice that they let you adjust it to the standards of what you're playing it on. Totally. Uh, it Although action mode is where it's at, where it locks the frame rate at 60 frames. Really? Oh, it's so good. And it's hard. Have you streamed it? I have not yet, actually. Mm. I need to do that. Why are you streaming the games nobody's heard of? I, well, people, but not the popular ones. People are play- yeah. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I need. I need to stream Neo. Although I feel like watching play Neo would be really boring, because um, if the way I play the Souls games is any indication, I play extremely conservatively, mm. where I will grind and level up for a while before I go into a boss and like. It what would often if I just wanted to fly through a level so it's a boring watch is what you're trying to say it's stressful and so I tend to play a little conservatively because yeah if I was just going through a level it'd take 30 minutes but it usually takes me about two hours because I'm very slowly very carefully very meticulous well I also want to see I want to see all the level in one go because I'm not coming back yeah (laughs) it's really stressful though it's great do you have a defense system you can block and all that? Well, yeah, it it uh, you can block, and then also it, there's an interesting thing where every single weapon you have has three stances, high, medium, or low. And low stance is low damage but high guarding potential. Mm. Medium is half and half. And then high stance does high damage output but does mm. basically... It, it, you can't block. It cuts down your defenses a lot. Yeah. So um, depending on who you're fighting against, you should change your stance and you can change it with you know two button presses mm-hmm. and um but yeah and it has that whole like risk reward thing where if you die you leave a blood stain which or a grave and in there is all of your let's call it souls because it's easier to yeah. call it souls because that's what the souls games call it uh, it's amrita in this um and so there's always that horrifying thought of like oh i don't want to lose all my stuff so you play yeah. really conservatively it's it's great i've always been the kind of person to like, if you could choose a type in the game, I would always choose the warrior type mm-hmm. rather than the mage or the archer or the thief or whatever because I like to just go in and have at it. And I don't do the sword and the shield. I like the big... <laughs> you battle axe? The, 
Not or the battle axe, or not the hammer, but the huge like gladiator sword. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I like. And sometimes you need that damn fucking shield, especially in like Skyrim. Mm. If you don't have to use a shield in some of those battles, you just cannot get far. What's Be- it? You have to just block every other attack. So. In, in the Souls games, I always and I'm envious of those that do like the double handed like great swords. Yeah, yeah, and, the great sword. That's the word yeah. for it. And Thank I. You cannot do it because i i need that shield i tend to turtle a little bit when i play uh, those games weak although you're so weak although in neo i'm not turtling very much because there are no shields in it you use your sword to block ah, and um i good. haven't been doing that a whole lot i've usually just sort of stay out of where they're swinging and then i pop in and stabby stab stab it's awesome yeah, yeah. Neo, neo's great and the co-op on it is really really fun i'm having a good time with it i've i teamed up with a bunch of randos to uh, help them with some bosses and oh, that's just cool yeah, for some jolly cooperation. It was great. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to watch um, some streamers play it and then see if I want to take a stab at it. Next time I will, uh, I'll also, I'll start broadcasting cause I need to do that more. Yeah. And I know let I say me that every know week. when you broadcast because I don't even know if I'm following you cause I don't know. Well, you have to check the friends list and just see if I'm on whenever, I'll whenever I'll I turn on no, my PS4, not. the first thing I do is check the friends list to see what everyone's up to. And then I usually watch you for a little bit if you're streaming. You're so cute. Yeah, you probably see me pick my nose and adjust (laughs) my, like, panty line. And I'm a hot mess, I always send a little comment saying hi. Do you? Yeah, I mean, but, you know, you're usually busy shooting people. If I'm too far into it and I'm concentrating, I won't see it. Because, like, sometimes if I have enough people watching, the you know, it scrolls through it so fast I can't catch up. Oh, what a wonderful problem to have. The, the thing I hate about Twitch is you cannot see the count of people who are watching unless they are watching it through a PlayStation. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe on your computer, but I don't have my computer with me. Yeah, yeah. They, it only shows the count of who's watching from their PlayStation. So it's not I, showing mobile and it's not showing computer. I didn't know that. Yeah. So people could be in, stalking you on that thing and you don't even know it. It could be <laughs> me. So there you go. Nice. So I have a question. Yeah. What's your favorite childhood arcade game? Because uh, I was thinking about it the other day. Well, um, man, I am a like I, I got two. I guess now I can't, it's hard to choose. Um, my probably my number one is the Simpsons arcade game. I knew you were going to say that. Well, as just a, a crazy Who's Simpsons character? fan, I usually played as Lisa. Lisa had the jump rope. Yep. Oh. I like whipping people with that. Who do you think I played as? I imagine you was a Bart. No. <laughs> who, who are you? Marge. With the vacuum? With the vacuum. <laughs> she is everything. <laughs> and I love the mini game where you have to like, blow up the balloon really fast. Yeah. The, the getaway. That's the first game. Yeah. like I, it's, I loved that game as a kid. Or is it after every level you do that? I think they have different mini games on each one. Yeah, the um, first one's definitely the balloons because you escape. Yeah, it's like that. And like, Maggie has the diamond in her as yeah, a pacifier. Like classic four-player Konami arcade cabinet. It's so good. And yeah. it is crazy, though, as an adult, like having enough money to actually just play through the whole thing. It's a short game. Yeah, um, it is short. And also it came out on, I think it came out on PS3 for download, which I bought it there also. Oh. Um, and it's, it's weird playing that at home. Like when yeah. I played the X-Men arcade game at home, I was like, oh yeah, this game is not that great. Mm-hmm. It's more about the arcade experience. Yeah. Um, and the the rush of the people around you. And, yeah. yeah. And that giant panoramic 
quality it has because it's multiple screens. Even though the screens, you can see it's two screens because it's split down the center. Yeah, well, one's mm. one's mirrored from the ground. Yeah, um, so weird. Um, yeah, that one. And then my other favorite is uh, the original Killer Instinct. Oh. I can play through Killer Instinct, uh, not on one quarter, but I have finished the arcade machine story mode uh, multiple times. It used to be like a yearly thing for me. Well, who's your favorite character in Killer Instinct? Orchid. Oh, me too. All the way. 100%. Yeah. Spandex, yes. <laughs> and she's also a really great character to learn the game on. Uh-huh. And she has really good uh, range. Yeah. And her, her things that go through enemy enemy projectiles are really easy to do. She's mm. a really great starter character. She's fast. And she's Yeah, she was super, and she's fierce as hell. Yeah. I love her. Other, other than her, I liked Fulgore. That's, other than her, I was a Jago guy, which it turns out, Orchid and Jago are brother and sister. What? Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. I always like Jago. I can see that. Yeah. So how's about you? What's, uh, your, what's your favorite arcade? Or so this game has literally haunted me my entire life because I loved it so much as a kid and I could never find it in an arcade since I was like eight years old. It was nowhere to be found. And then at my brother's birthday party, we went to Button Mashers. Yes. In Echo Park. And Are you going to say what I think you're going to say? What am I going to say? No, no, I'm going to let you say it first. No, I want you to tell me. Is it Michael Jackson's yes! Moonwalker? <laughs> Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. I couldn't find that game anywhere. I loved that game growing up as well. To save my life. But, oh, yeah. Uh, so I played it, and of course I played right through it, which is also a short game yeah, if well, you have the money to play it. As an adult, when you actually have some quarters yeah. to throw at it, you realize how short those games yeah. are. Yeah, so in this game, it's really cool. If you've never played it, you play as Michael Jackson, and... If you find Bubbles, the monkey, you become the robotic Michael Jackson from mm-hmm. the Moonwalker film, and you're trying to beat that drug lord that, who is it, Joe Pesci who Joe played Pesci. him? Joe yeah. Pesci. Yeah. He just wants to get some kids some good drugs. You just want to save all the children, baby. Yeah. And whenever you get them, they're always like, Michael, and they run away. Michael. <laughs> well, and I love that, your, your superpower. Your superpower. Everybody dances. Oh. dun 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 yeah, the robots dance. Everybody dances yeah, in my game. It's, it's so good. Addictive. Um, so the other thing, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, what do you think about it? I'm very excited. It looks great. I hope it's as good as I hope it is. Um, I have yet to actually play a game from Guerrilla Games all the way through. Because like uh, they do the kill zones. Yeah, I never played the kill zones. Yeah, I, I've yet to play. Any I of their tried stuff. and I just didn't get through it. But I'm I'm very excited about it. And it, God, it comes out in soon. Uh, two weeks. Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, it's gonna be here. Before I'm gonna we get know. it. Cause yeah, it's um, I I think I'm probably gonna get that on day one as well. I'm I'm very very eager to see how that game is going to. And it's play. PlayStation exclusive, mm-hmm. and it looks beautiful. It looks stunning, and like just watching the footage, like the animation and the movement in it, the way her hair moves, her hair. But they say there might. Okay, they're only showing for the most part PS Pro footage. That makes sense. So I don't know if there's going to be much difference with the regular PlayStation Four or what's going on there. But either way, I'm still going to be excited. I saw a video uh, last week, I believe, where they did a comparison of. Um, and it was oh, like with the developers, okay. they did a comparison of the base PS4 to PS4 Pro. Mm-hmm. And 
Um, PS4 Pro does have a leg up just in that it outputs at 4K and it has like a greater draw distance, I believe, and higher detail to things. Yeah. But the regular, the base PS4 is no slouch. No. It looks really good. And to be honest, I think we were seeing base PS4 footage for a long time until they really announced the Pro and put it out there. And now, of course, we're seeing mostly Pro footage. But um, I, th- I want to say some of the earlier stuff we were seeing was likely base. And I really don't think that... Um, I mean, if right now the Pro is largely for people who have 4K TVs. Um, so I think anyone with a 1080 TV um, is not really going to be disappointed. Because it is interesting, like, with this whole thing where we have now have two... Uh, pieces of hardware supporting the same software yeah that there's differences um and some of them are kind of pronounced at times but i they're not building substandard experiences on the original so i think it'll still be good i think it's gonna be epic it looks and you know what a long time ago i was like if i'm going to design a video game well it's completely different from this but it takes elements of what i always wanted in a video game and it's pushing it together so the one I thought of is a little bit more creative, but this <laughs> looks good too. <laughs> Until yours gets made. Until mine we gets made. We got this made. one. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I only have maybe like what a week or two to play through Horizon Zero Dawn because then Near Automata comes out and I'm going to just kick it to the curb because I got to play that. Oh, that looks good. It's it, The demo was fantastic. Yeah. And the original Near is probably one of the weirdest games I have ever finished. This looks probably just as weird. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited. But it's Platinum Games, and they made Bayonetta, so... Oh, my God. Who is my crush of the week? What? Okay, that brings us to this segment. Bayonetta. (laughs) I love the beginning of every time you play that game and you press start, it goes, Bayonetta. (laughs) So tell me more about her. Oh, well, Bayonetta is a hot witch who can manipulate time. And she can summon uh, gods, demigods, I would say, with her hair. Her wicked weave. Her wicked weave. Yeah. Oh, you're good. (laughs) With her wicked weave at her disposal by shouting, Alohomora! (laughs) And and Gazuntite. And um, yeah, she wears skin-tie outfits. She dresses like a whore. And that's why I like her. Well... And Bayonetta is such an interesting character and an interesting game because I had little to no interest in the game um, when it came out, the the initial one. When I saw her, I knew I had interest, but tell me why you didn't have interest. Well, like, I I just didn't understand the appeal, I don't think. And then I downloaded the demo. Um, Hot woman in latex. Well, and at the time, I think we were in the throes of Sarah Palin being around. And oh, she was this okay. sort of she like... She has that She is moment. sort of slutty Sarah Palin thing because she's yeah. got like the, the glasses. Slutty Sarah and, Palin. Um, mm-hmm. And so like I downloaded the demo and I played the demo and I remembered thinking like, the action in this game is really good. And Cause fast. Because it's, it's from the Devil May Cry, you know, uh, DNA. And uh-huh. it's... Just fantastic, but I couldn't really get that into the character, and I didn't really understand. She's so witty. Well, the thing is, its sense of humor is so strange, and I couldn't really yeah. figure out why. Because it's it's campy. Thank you. And I didn't know that. Like I, I at the time, I just didn't piece it together. And the guy I was dating at the time saw the demo, and it ended. And he looked at me, he's like, "So what do you think?" And I said, "Well, I don't, 
I don't know. I mean, the action was good, but I'm not. I don't think I would buy this game. And his response was, "You're fucking nuts." No, he, <laughs> he he straight up said to me, "Uh, well, you don't have to buy it because I'm buying it for you, and you are going to play it so I can watch it because that is hilarious." Uh-huh. And he made me realize how campy and wonderful the game is in its campiness, and. I just devoured the game because it's such a good action title and it's so funny mm-hmm. when you really like when you stop imagining she's her so crass. as trying to be like overtly classy sexy she's kind of this mess and it's really funny yeah uh, and the, the great thing is she always knows she's gonna win no matter oh, what yeah. so she just has the best comebacks she's a bold woman well and uh. the fact that the original game ends in like a five minute dance number Oh my god, which I just watched on the PS3 because oh. that was the reason I set up the damn PS3 in the first place is because I wanted to play Bayonetta, which starts a little slow, which yeah, I didn't realize in the graveyard and that that annoying Belushi or oh, it's what's basically his, a Joe Pesci Joe Pesci guy. He needs yeah. to stop. Well, and yeah, for all listeners out there, you should mm-hmm. YouTube the video of Bayonetta called "Let's Dance, Boys." Yeah, which is the dance number. It yeah. is wonderful. Epic, and I made my roommate watch it while he was knitting, and it's it was so good. beautiful. Oh, I love that game! And then I bought a Wii U because I knew Bayonetta Two was coming, which was also it, great. Which was so, and good. the opening is great too when she's shopping. Well, and and her, and we basically get confirmation that her and John are pretty much a lesbian couple. Oh God! Right, a power lesbian couple. I wish that was my life, honestly. <sighs> I'd feel so in that, uh, like magical. I love those games. So Walking much. down a Rodeo Drive with my huge brimmed hat <laughs> and a lollipop in my mouth. <laughs> well, I do your health kits are lollipops. Yes. So good. And then just looking at people go, haters are going to hate girls. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, and um, also, I guess, what, you know, f- further in the, the campy thing, one of my absolute favorite gags of that game are the names of her guns. Do you know the names of all four of her guns? I know you do. She's because you got one in each hand and one on each you have, uh, heel. I think you have a uh, photographic memory. Well, this, it's too funny. Uh, her her guns are parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. Time, which is just such a great little reference to Scarborough Fair, of course. And then because um, Dante from Devil May Cry, his guns are ebony and ivory. Yeah, another great song reference. And so I love the fact that they always sort of have these campy references to things what if they were just references to herbs and cooking (laughs) yeah well she does you know sort of concoct some some stuff when she's doing her her spells so so you never know um so on my crush oh my god you have a crush i do uh and it's fine i don't know why i didn't think of this one before because he's been a crush i think ever since the game came out and that is hanzo from overwatch Hanzo. He's the older bow and arrow uh, Japanese guy. Oh, yeah. Um, with the really good arm and chest tattoo. Uh-huh. And like the robot chicken legs. I don't know. There's something about him. He, just has, he has a kind face. I am face. so happy we don't have the same taste in men. Because <laughs> we can go out to the bars and we'll be fine because we won't hit on the same people. Well, I'm spoken for. I don't hit on people at bars. Uh, this is hypothetical. Okay, fine. When yeah, was the last time we went out to a bar together? Well, yeah, Let's start there. Okay, fine. Fine. <laughs> wait, wait, too real. Too real. Yeah. Um, but yeah, love me some Hanzo. Although I cannot play as him to save my ass. Mm. If I play as Hanzo, I will die instantly. There's another character 
from like Mortal Kombat or something who looks like Hanzo to me. Not Shang Tsung, right? Or no, no, but did you see the Donald Trump meme? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw when you yeah, when you tweeted that. So good. So good. Yeah. Excellent. Um there are some updates on Mass Effect if we have time. Yeah. But yeah, we do. Let's do it. Well, uh, I'm just going to read through it really fast. I found actually this on the Nerdist website because it answered some questions I had. Yeah. And so one of the questions was I wanted to know how the romance system was going to work because mm. that's one of my favorite things about Bioware games. Yeah. So, yes, the yes, romance is system romance. <laughs> is back and updated for Andromeda. Both interspecies and same-sex relationship options will be making a welcome return. Kudos, Bioware. Thank you. This time, however, BioWare is aiming to make the relationships more natural and realistic, which I'm all about. Fuck, does that mean I have to like, return this is their the, text? This will be The Sims 2.0 <laughs> uh, with uh, different levels of intimacy. That means that in addition to romantic relationships, you will be able to form platonic friendships with other characters. That's actually great. So multi-platform like, relationships. I feel like they kind of did that a little bit with the loyalty system in Mass Effect 2. But I guess that was just loyalty. It wasn't like different degrees of friendship. Yeah. That's well, really cool. it go- Yeah. And this goes further into it. Ooh. To make relationships more realistic, the developer explained that different characters will want different things. Some prefer to get physical right away, while others keep walls up until you've gained their trust, which is totally me. <laughs> I oh my will God. block you out until you stimulate my brain cells. You're totally Tali. Yeah, too bad I killed her. Yeah, you're a monster. Oh, she killed herself. I just sent her into <laughs> battle. She should have done what I wanted her to do. Okay. <laughs> I thought she was good enough. Um, they've also gotten rid of the quote-unquote hard line, which in the past referred to the point when the characters can't be romanced beyond a certain point. Oh, as of right now, it's unclear how many characters will be romanceable. All we know is that they've included some romances, some more romances than ever before. Nice. Okay, so super excited about mating in this game. I want to make 50 babies with every character. I'm going to build an empire. Well, and I feel like I'm probably going to approach it more like how I wanted to approach Mass Effect 1. And just that, like, you have to wow me or I'm not going to romance anybody. I might just be a lone wolf. And I tried real hard to do that in Mass Effect 1. Yeah. But somehow it decided I was with Ashley, even though we never banged. Yeah, see. And that's not fair. I like it when they play hard to get. Yeah, right? Like, when they really pretend to hate you, but deep down inside, they want to fuck you. It sounds like that's why Travis hooked up with Jack when he played Mass Effect 2. Oh, Jack. Yeah. I he, love Jack. And he totally hit it and quit it, too. And really, Jack was pissed. That's actually... She's feisty. He was the one who taught me the phrase hit it and quit it, referring to hooking up with Jack and then bailing on her for... Who did he dump her oh, for? Oh, yeah. I'm surprised she didn't kill him. I think he dumped her for, like, either Liara or Miranda. Uh, probably Miranda. But, yeah, I I I was a sheltered young one and didn't know the phrase hit, hit it, it and quit it. And yeah. I, I Jax is hot, though. I love it. If love Jax that. loved me, I would stick with her for the rest of my life. She's just so cool. She's sexy as fuck. Yeah. Um, multiplayer. While Andromeda's multiplayer takes place within the campaign's fiction, it will no longer affect your progress. During multiplayer, you play as a member of the Apex Force, a group tasked with defending and fighting the waves of powerful aliens. 
If that sounds familiar, it's because it was the course setup seen in Mass Effect 3's multiplayer, which I never played. I didn't either. A coworker of mine, I think, uh, got like all thousand or whatever gamer score. Like he basically platinumed it. Um, really? He did the entire trilogy that way. He he spent so much time on the multiplayer in Mass Effect 3. And the only... I didn't do the <sighs> multiplayer. Instead, for my galactic readiness for the final mission, so I did the mobile app. For clarity's terrible. sake, is it like... I don't know. Is it like um, say Uncharted's multiplayer or Battlefront's multiplayer, or is it kind of like a scenario where each it's a round? I don't know. I never played it because I remember playing um, uh, Assassin's Creed's multiplayer, and I f- maybe it was Brotherhood. I can't remember, but it fucking sucked. Well, where you had to find the your target, the target, but you also have to move like an NPC. I fucking hated that. That game is pretty much a Turing test because you have to act like a robot. I hated that shit. Because, yeah, the whole idea is that you have to blend in with assorted computer-run characters because if you suddenly run or act weird, your target's going to know who their assassin is. Yeah. Great idea, not for me, but um, it definitely, it had some some big fans uh, because it's an interesting mechanic. Yeah, I didn't have. A I wasn't a fan of it. It was creative yet not fun. Well, and also for I, me, I tend to burn out on. I mean, not burn out, but I tend to to play the Assassin's Creed games with such a level of completion. Once I'm done with them, I'm kind of done. I don't want to do multiplayer. Like I play for a good 20, 30 hours. We're yeah. like, I'm okay moving on to another game now. Yeah, I, I played multiplayer, of course, for Uncharted because that's all I ever talk about, and. Um, <laughs> Tomb Raider. Hmm. And I never did the Tomb Raider multi. Tomb Raiders was good too, but there's so much environment that gets in the way. Um, and the last thing, exploration and crafting. Andromeda will be significantly uh, larger than Mass Effect 3, with entire planets available for exploration. Each of these planets will reportedly have a different biome to explore, which can be traversed either by foot or nomad vehicle. Players will also be able to craft powerful weapons, including swords and hammers this that's time. That's cool. Yeah. That sounds like an extension of the Omniblade kind yeah, of. Yeah, that's going to be dope. Using blueprints they've acquired and then name them. So. Oh, man, I'm going to have some filthy names for my weapons. Yeah. Or they'll just be named after Simpsons characters, like most things in my life. Mm. I'll be running around swinging the, Bart. the I'll be swinging the Mole Man or Patty and Selma. <laughs> <laughs> Patty and Selma. Is that yeah. one weapon or two? Yeah, probably, if there's a dual sword option, there's Patty <laughs> and Selma right there. <laughs> I fucking love that. Yeah. Well, most of my stuff is named after Simpsons characters. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Well, that's it for tonight. And um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, social media, I'm Satine the Dream at on Twitter and Satine the Dream on Instagram. And I'm also Satine, just my first name, on Twitch. And I am Fast Danger on Twitter. And I am Mr. Gladstone, where Mr. is spelled out on Instagram and Twitch. And if you want to follow the podcast, we are at BitDiff Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And you can email us any sort of questions or uh opinions whatever at bitdiffpodcast at gmail.com and uh 
So we are targeting to have new episodes every Wednesday, so we can be a little more regular. I know that you guys got two episodes last week. Yeah, you're Lucky welcome. You. <laughs> um, one of them was a little short, but uh, still, it, uh, it's a, it was a double double uh, episode week. So yeah, we're aiming for new episodes every Wednesday, and uh, just yeah, rate and comment in uh, in iTunes and uh, tell a friend. Yeah, tell a friend, tell two friends, tell your grandma. <laughs> Hit us up on the uh, the social medias. Let us know you're out there, and um, if there's anything you want us to talk about, you know. Oh yeah, email or, us. Yeah, or what's your, write us. What's your favorite arcade game? Oh yeah, Come what on. is your favorite arcade yeah. game? Let us know, and uh, yeah, let us know via the the social medias. All right, thank you. Bye. Chowsies.